hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. We do uh, stand-ups every day, which is like a 15-minute thing. Yeah. And my my manager has decided that we're going to do uh, dad jokes every single day. So he's taking, the, he's taking the stand-up part of it to mean stand-up comedy, and he's taking it upon himself to, to sort of make that happen, to will that into yeah. existence. Yeah. And like I, we, we like changed teams recently, so I've, I've been able to establish myself as the comedy guy. Like as the f- funny guy, you're funny. I've been you're able funny to guy. get hey, more. You're you're zinging them. You're zinging them, and uh, you're bringing the heat. You got your set on point every morning. You're scram- You're waking up at yeah, like, ass crack of dawn every five a.m. every morning because you're like, I gotta get my set together for stand up at nine fifteen. I gotta. I wake up. <laughs> I gotta write these yeah, jokes. Crack of dawn. It's still dark out. I go to the bathroom and then I. What's the deal? For ten hours. <laughs> For, and then for, from, once i get from, to 10 minutes from it's an hour a minute of material and then i go hey i got some new things for you and, and they're, they're like, like we fun, gotta work like we got a lot guy, to do today actually guy, we got uh, meetings oh yeah we sorry, uh, funny guy we got no time for you today and i'm like 10 hours 10 hours i've been doing this i've been um, burning the midnight but, oil for you people you don't do nothing for me can't even listen to my jokes <laughs> That one of the people on my team has established himself as the dominant dad. Uh-huh. Uh, he has the best dad jokes to the point where he was not in a meeting. He still left the dad, dad joke. I don't know. How does that? In our Slack. Oh, wow. He, he, wow. That's commitment. He's building in transitions into the jokes that were seamless. It was so seamless that we went, wait, oh. Oh, oh, you just did the joke. Whoa, whoa, this guy, this guy. That's next level dad joke technology right there. And I feel like I'm quickly becoming Dilbert. Anyway, welcome (laughs) to Segment City, everybody. We're all standing around the water cooler. We're having a great time. Ted here, he's been having some great thoughts over at Segment (laughs) City. Welcome, everybody, to Segment City. Oh, God, what have I become? A shock jock. Oh, no. It went from water cooler stand up to shock chalk. I don't understand what happened. There's where's the I trans- don't either. I should be more boring. I should be like Ben Stein. Welcome to Segment City, everybody. <sighs> this is a podcast in which me, Will Kane, and my good friend. That's when you see. Yeah, I, I'm Theo Sapakos. I uh, I didn't really, you know, I didn't. I had a pretty boring weekend, low key. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Water cooler banter. You know. How about you? Uh, I, I kissed my wife for the first time in 10 years, and so wow, that was rowdy. pretty sensual. Uh, sorry, I'm going to have to get HR in here. It's, I don't need to hear about that. It's Monday okay, morning. Okay, well, my wife is HR, and she's already mad at me. Oh. I can tell you that. And we go through the internet. We dumpster dive through the internet, through major websites. When we find some nuggets that you wouldn't, the dark corners, we shine a little flashlight, and we go, ooh, ooh. What's that? Vasa What's that Stas? under the fridge? Is that a ooh a grape? 
that has turned into a perfect raisin what's, of content. What's that? Segments. What's, what's that sludge underneath, behind the behind the oven there? Is that? Let me just scrape. Scra- let me just taste that. Taste that. Oh, that's content. Oh. That's content. Right that's, there. <laughs> that's some good content right there. Ooh, ooh that's, that's a that's a flavor I've never ooh had before. Anyway, we're gonna start. The same way that we usually start with Will's stupid thoughts. I have a lot of stupid thoughts to the point that I said to my girlfriend today, do you ever just have just, do you ever just have a train of thought that's just like, boom, 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 okay, I'm here. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I just, cause I'll get to a thought and sometimes I have to explain my train of thought. You gotta explain the my, data points from which one leap went to the next. Yeah. Cause my dad will do a thing where he'll just kind of go, <laughs> <laughs> mooses and you're like what, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> where did that or he'll just from? like throw out a quote and you're like wait where what what huh so so this is will's stupid thought and this relates to something that i'm gonna like segue into mmo players have the least appreciation of their own time yeah there's the the, the the fact that grinding is a mechanic means that basically you valued your time at zero dollars per hour Mm-hmm. Yeah, I as like somebody, the game will. You can take my free slave labor game because I will give you whatever you want and money. It's and it's money. a weird like with subscription models. You feel like you're losing out if you don't play for a hundred hours a week. Right, that's the weird part. That, but then you get other games like a game called Lost Ark, which I've been playing recently. Mm-hmm. Segway into mm-hmm. <laughs> talking a little bit about Lost Ark. I'm not going to talk about it that much because I you're not a big MMO guy, so I don't want to bore you. But there are I actively interesting things I want to talk about. But that's fine. Yeah, you. I. I. It's a genre that for me is this game is a very good side monitor game, is what I'll call it. Um, mm-hmm. because one for people who don't know, this is an MMO that's kind of Diablo. It's the combat of Diablo and the kind of perspective of a Diablo kind of top down ish. Um, and you play as different classes. There's like warrior martial artist gunner. Like it's a weird mix of things because you'll be clicking through like, Oh, what class do I want to Well, play? you can't say you're not going to get that deep in and then go on a diatribe about how you can play as a gunner. You have to move along here. <laughs> okay. Well, one weird thing is that uh certain, one, they have like broad overclasses that you immediately just disregard and pick a subclass, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like, okay, but they are locked to gender. That is so very strange. Male and because this was a South Korean game that they ported over. Okay. So, like, you can't. I'm playing a character. Also, the women in it are, they're like, here's a new armor where you wear less clothes. Like, it's that kind That's of MMO. <laughs> armor for women where my character is wearing, like, fucking heels and, yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a slit dress. Yeah, but, you're, yeah, but um, your stats must be crazy. But the, the entire game is based off of how fucking, ooh, meaty the combat is. This combat is so good, so spicy. Like, you, because there's a lot of enemies and you get a lot of moves that you're just like, all right, goodbye. And then you <laughs> smash all of them. And it's awesome. Um, but it's interesting as an MMO player that they they put a lot of emphasis on alts, which is having a main character that you have, and then you have side characters that are different classes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they put a lot of emphasis on that, but it's a very linear game. Mm-hmm. The so first, you're doing like, the same things over and over with each character? It's the same classes, but they kind of, they know that, and so they made the game so that you can easily skip through the dialogue because, and like, 
they writ- wrote the dialogue that I'm like, boop, 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 hitting the button to skip. Mm-hmm. But I still get all the, the gist. So they designed it specifically. Like, people say lines, but I'm like, what do you want? Brother, you want me to find your brother? Okay, right, brother. I saw brother. Back. Yeah, right. <laughs> find brother. brother. Um, but you just, like, go through the game, and it's so linear, and they figured out the pacing of it. But they decided to, within the limitations, they saw what's wrong with MMOs of, like, people don't want to, like, get 10 boar teeth, and then you have to, like, fight 50 boars because only one in five drops it. Mm -hmm. Like, there are times that I'm like, oh, I already completed it because I fought one little group of enemies. So I have that apparently one, I just pulled out all the teeth from one boar, apparently. Yep. (laughs) And they also, like, create this great pacing. But it's very weird that they decided to make it a very linear game. And they're the <laughs> me and my friends made fun of you start the game uh, and there's like a prologue that you can skip and there's a priest that is just the biggest twink in the world. And then they replace him with a different twink priest. <laughs> they, and the original guy <laughs> turns out to be turns out to be a demon, an evil demon Aww. man who's who, so he turns into a different kind of twink. Who literally has the open shirt, like hair, red back, like slick back. He's like, <laughs> and the new guy is like the, he keeps doing the, I just defeated a boss, but I got him to one health. And then he comes in and is like, I got to unleash my power and then uh, <laughs> kills the boss. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. I was like, there. I did. I did this all this work for you. And then my guy is just standing there in the background as he's having dialogue. I'm like partway through it's also weird because it has like story dungeons that you can't play with friends for no reason Mm, because i was playing with some friends and i was like oh time to do a dungeon and it's like no you gotta do it alone (laughs) this little thing by yourself and then you go back i would never like when they they make you hop out of your group your your party to go do some alternate thing that everybody has to do on their sub by themselves and then hop back in together apparently i haven't even unlocked all the mechanics too they're like doling out the mechanics weirdly but Mm -hmm. it's I'll, I'll, I might give updates. It's a fun game. It's free to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend it because the combat's fucking dope. What's <laughs> like? I yeah. I think everything comes back to the combat of just like as a pal because my character I'm playing with friends is a paladin, which is usually kind of a boring class. Mm-hmm. You get laser beams. Like you are shooting like holy light from your hands. You're like boom, die, <laughs> die. Like you- <laughs> and it's awesome. But anyway. That's just a little Lost Ark review, well, I guess. Quick, I wanted to like Lost go in from in. MMOs to. But anyway, let's go on to your segment. My it's first segment. Not as long as an MMO. We're going to have to, um, you know, this is we do say at the beginning, at the top of the show, this is a mature co- podcast, not for kids. But this Ooh. particular segment, welcome to the, kid, the kids' corner, specifically the kids, <laughs> the kids' bop corner. Welcome to the kids' bop <laughs> oh, corner, no. Will. Well, no, 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 you can't say no because I had to listen to a non-zero amount of kids bop for this segment. So now you have to hear about it too. This feels like my brain when you just said the kids' corner. I imagined like the dirtiest plaster fun time. Oh no! Just like with the birthday table set up <laughs> in a corner. That's what I imagined. It's like Timmy's birthday and nobody Welcome. showed up because oh, he has God. a kids' bop themed <laughs> party. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine a worse theme for a kids' birthday party than kids' bop. What a terrible theme! The, but let's describe what kids' bop is to people. Who oh yeah, don't okay. Know so because this is a thing there, from our you know so pop music. You want you enjoy pop music. It's on the radio. There's clean versions which yeah. basically beep things out, but then there's a level beyond the clean version, which is kids bop, which is sung by kids for kids, and it is the mm-hmm. same songs, but they've substituted out key lyrics to make it more child appropriate. 
to make the themes mm-hmm. more digestible for a younger audience. So if you want to share your love of uh, Dr. Dre with your child, here's Kids Bop to help you out with that. Not, I don't think Dr. Dre has ever had a song redone by Kids Bop, but I would love that. Um, I am going to take you through a couple of fun Kids Bop songs that I think the, 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 the replacements that they've made are, are very humorous to me. Okay. So I'm going to take you through a few of them. Good. Good for comedy Good podcasts. Good for comedy podcasts. Starting off, uh, we're going to go to Britney Spears, the song Work Bitch. And they've done this. They've redone this <laughs> song, which is right off the bat, which is, which is, a, which is interesting. Bitch. So they have to change they the title. They have to change the title, which is now Work Chick. The whole the whole okay. crux of the of the swap is they've decided chick is the replacement for bitch. Chick is not the same rhyme as bitch, though. It's not. I no, think they got. Do they have to change every rhyme? So I'm gonna here's here's the. I'm not gonna take you through the whole song for each of the. I'm gonna do key sections. Good. <laughs> so the, the original songs goes. You want a hot body? You want a Bugatti? You want a Maserati? You better work, bitch. Kids, Bob. Uh-huh. You want to get a party? You want a Bugatti, you want a Maserati, you better work, chick. So they're <laughs> taking the hot body out. That's too too yeah. appropriate. Real song, you want a Lamborghini, sip martinis, look hot in a bikini, you better work, bitch. Kids bop. There's a lot there. They're going to have the car again. They're like, cars are good. Cars are good. You want a Lamborghini, martinis. fine. All the freebies. All the freebies. All the freebies instead of sip a martini. If it's a freebie, you don't need to work for it. You don't intrinsically. <laughs> you don't have to work for the freebies. Uh, no. Next line: You want to look good when you see me, rather than hot in a bikini. Okay, bikinis not child appropriate. No, you better work. But looking it. good for people, <laughs> good. They keep they. I feel like they're not look being... good when you see me. But that look good when you see me. Does that mean it's putting the onus on the on other the person? Other person, right? This is no longer from the first person perspective. They, they, they are now saying, "If you're not hot, you got to perform for me. Get out of here. You got to. Yeah. You want the real song? You want to live fancy, live in a big mansion, mansion, party in France. You got to. You better work, bitch. You better work, bitch. You better work, bitch. Now get to work, bitch. The real, okay. the, the kids' box version, same lyrics. You want to live in a big mansion, party in France. You better work, chick. You better work, chick. You better work, chick. Now get to work, chick. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism isn't going to propel itself. Gets into the grinder. I just, I just love <laughs> that there's a child. There's a song sung for profit by children telling other children that it's time to get to work. <laughs> time to get to work. Now get I'm to being work, chick. exploited. <laughs> time for you to also I'm, get I'm exploited. actively being exploited. And now it's time for you as well. I would love because it's also like they're not bad singers, but it they do switch out the kids and you never notice. That's a lot. That's children singing to me. Yes, is it's all yes, just kind yes of like and, ah! yes and listening to kids bop was a little like listening to like other people's children's school concerts. Where I'm like, why am Ugh. why am I here? What I feel sort of <laughs> incidental to this. Like I, I don't need to Did be you, here. You know that, right? You sound like you sound like you're like, oh, am I on a list somewhere? Like, oh, <laughs> nobody listens to kid bops when they're they're late twenties, yeah, mid to late twenties. This, this is, is a bad look. This is a bad look. NSA, if you're out there, it's it was for a comedy podcast. Please know that. Yeah. Next I'll, song, TikTok by Kesha. 
Now, TikTok, okay. you know, Kesha, you know, there was a period. She yeah. was really popular. Uh, all these kids want to be out there singing it. So, original lyrics. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Grab my glasses. Mm-hmm. I'm out the door. I'm going to hit this city. Before I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Because when I leave for the That's night, part. I ain't coming back. Kid- I'm going to say that they're going to get rid of Jack. They're going to replace it with a bottle of toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> a bottle of toothpaste <laughs> it's like a mouth wash very robotic mad and then i will come back at a appropriate time <laughs> i would love it if they just made like a, a mad lib out of this and like we're like this is the lyrics now wake oh, up I, in the morning I, feeling like p diddy <laughs> grab my glasses i'm out the door i'm gonna hit the city before i leave brush my teeth and then i go and pack because when i go leave for oh. the night i ain't coming back an incredibly mature and prepared <laughs> mature and prepared way to leave for the city she's gonna pack what's wrong with that i've got my i've got my canteen i've got my map i'm ready to go into the city and you go in and it's like hey kid you want you got any money you got any money i'm i'm i'm, I'm having bad times i'm not prepared <laughs> i am prepared. unprepared for that oh no i thought my I map cannot help me Please help. <laughs> Get, help so then the original song goes the lyrics are pretty much the same. I'm talking pedicure on our toes, toes, trying on all our clothes, mm-hmm. clothes, that, all that. And then at the end of the lyrics, because we're trying to get a little, and then tipsy. And you know, the song like sort of yeah. trails all like tipsy. But it's very strange yeah. to the kids' box version because they go, try to get a little bit silly. And it was like very strange <laughs> to hear like the slow, artificial slowdown of like a child's voice being like silly. Oh, oh what was in that juice box, dude? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Getting silly dear. This is only oh. my fifth juice box. I don't it's usually like it, feel like this. It's like in SpongeBob, the movie when they go to the uh <laughs> eat the Sundays and it's like them getting <laughs> yeah, drunk. Wait, or... <laughs> <laughs> uh next song, Thrift Shop by Macklemore. This is a Ooh. this is a gold mine. I'm gonna pop some tags, only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm 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 hunting, mm-hmm. looking for a come up. This is fucking awesome. Now I walk That's into the club, and then that they're gonna have to replace that. Yes, I only got twenty dollars in my pocket. The, the kids bought version. I'm looking for a come up. This is really awesome. This is really awesome. Sick. Sick. This is awesome. Next line, real song. Walk into the club like, what up? I got a big cock. Now nah, I'm just pumped. <laughs> I just bought some shit from the ship, the thrift shop. Now I don't think kids no. bop is gonna like that one. Now, what are they going to replace Big Cock? <laughs> I got a big we're rooster. Going, we're going to Will in the field for the report. What are they replacing Big Cock with, Will? Well, there's a lot of synonyms for cock. They're going <laughs> to go with a wiener and furthermore with a hot dog. Back to you, Theo, in the studio. I'm sorry to say that Will is going to be fired as our field reporter because he's way off. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Now I walk into the club like, what up? I got a hit song. I'm so oh. pumped. I just got some cl- clothes from the surf shop. This kid, we all know this kid's got a small ass wiener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, dude. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the raunchy one who does like campus on erotica and stuff. You can't just be like, yeah, this kid's got a small dick over here. <laughs> can't put it in the song you can't lie in songs this isn't kids bob it's just they can't lie you're uh, you're supposing that a producer was like uh we can't put it into the song 
Not because it's it's inappropriate for children, but it wouldn't be factually correct. <laughs> it wouldn't be factually correct. I can't believe these these kids are going to get very serial though. <laughs> to finish so. out the verse, this is the real lyrics. I'm just going to read all of them. Ice on the fringe, so damn frosty. The people like, damn, that's a cold-ass honky. Rolling in hella deep, headed to the mezzanine, dressed in all pink, set my gator shoes, those are green. Draped in some leopard mink, girl standing next to me. Probably should have washed this. Smells like R. Kelly sheets. That's a yikes lyric right there. That's oh, I keep be, <laughs> trying to jump in like a fucking idiot, being like, "They got to replace that. That's, you, you can't do that." And I'm like, "Of course." Like, That's the point of this segment. That's the point of this whole ass segment. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think they're gonna have to replace the lyric? Smells like R. Kelly sheets. Do you think they're gonna have to replace this lyric? Um, excuse me, producer man. Who's R. Kelly? Uh, Whoa, well. What age are you? Oh, you're eight? Uh, You got another uh, maybe two, three years before he's going to come knocking. Kids Kids bop lyrics. Ice on the fringe, so damn frosty. People like, hey, the guy on the marquee. Can't say cold ass honky, apparently. (laughs) Marquee. That's actually the guy on the marquee. That's in the same, same like kind of cadence. Not bad. Rolling super deep, headed on to the mezzanine, dressed in all pink, set my gator shoes, those are green, draped in leopard mink, girl standing next to me, probably should have washed this, smells like my baseball cleats. <laughs> okay, this is, they're not bad. Those, they should get, uh, those songwriters, whoever, it's some intern probably, some man who's just like, <laughs> <Baseball>. I, <laughs> I went sheets, to Berkeley, Rainbow Berkeley sneaks. College of Music. <laughs> 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 He's like just rhyming, just rattling through the rhyming dictionary, trying to find something that rhymes with R. Kelly sheets. Damn you, R. Kelly but, sheets! God damn it! <laughs> All right, damn these people. I'm not. I'm no weird Al. Okay, I can't <laughs> just take this and make him funny. I just can't sing about pizza all day. I went to the <laughs> New England Conservatory. Damn you! <laughs> I was supposed to be in the orchestra. <laughs> now I'm on I was bumper. first chair in the oboe concerta. How dare you make me sing about this? Next song, Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Ooh. Why men great till they gotta be great? Just took my DNA, DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that, ba- that bitch, even th- when I'm going cra- crying crazy. Hey, Theo. Yeah. Can't say that. Can't hey can't say that 100 percent that bitch. What you can you say, why are you great till you gotta be great? You can't it can't be dissing men on uh kids pop, apparently. Oh, okay. You can't say why men great till they gotta be great. You gotta say why are you great till you gotta be great? I just took a <laughs> I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm one hundred percent that kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious if it said, "I turns out I'm 100% your kid. From the kid's Ooh. perspective, spicy. And then it, it Even, cuts to Maury or whatever. <laughs> it's like, where is this? Uh, is that my son? Oh, God. This this song actually, the lyrics of the kid's bop reason actually makes more sense. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that kid even when I'm crying crazy. Yeah. Turns out you're okay. a kid even when you're crying crazy. Real song. Yeah, I got boy problems. That's the human in me. Bling, bling. When I solve them, that's the goddess in me. You could have had a bad bitch, non-committal. You could have had uh, help you with your career just a little. Mm. Uh, kids bot version. Yeah, I got some problems. That's a human in me. Bling, bling. Then I solve them. That's the goddess in me. You could have had a good friend, non-committal. Help you with your career <laughs> just a little. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Is this kid putting other kids into the friend zone? I What's think, happening? I think that's maybe my favorite lyric, separate from any qualifier of all time. You could have had a good friend. I'm non-committal. Hey. I'm not committing hey. to be a friend. I'm the best friend. Hey, 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 Susie. I, I like you. <laughs> I think you would be a good friend, but you know what? I can't commit right now. I got a lot of things. But I got you see, Marvy over there just offered me a juice box, said we're trying to get sure, and that's a pretty yeah. good offer. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm out here trying to get fuck, f- f- uh, fudged up, okay? I can't just I'm out- be hanging out with you. <laughs> I I'm non-committal. Sometimes you got to get silly, and you you don't get silly. You don't get silly. And that's really a shame. Non-committal. Non-committal friends. Thank you, Kids Bob. I got a whole Kids Bob career going on right now. Yeah. I think Kids Bob, you know, listening to Kids Bob really just made me appreciate Weird Al all that much more, which is a weird outcome from this segment, but it's just like, why swap out a select few lyrics when you can swap them all out and make it funny and talk about how pizza is, is... is the best. Food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's one criticism that I think Weird Al has for Weird Al. I, I've heard him be like, people have told me that it can't be food-based. <laughs> their song. Like, you did it so often that people were like, yeah, but you can't do it food-based. You can't like, do all the pizza all the time, Weird Al. We've heard it before. I saw a story about him where he went to like one of his first like big music producer parties or whatever, and he's like, nobody's going to want to see me. And then he heard somebody go, Oh my god, it's Weird Al! It's Weird Al! Yeah, and he looked, and it was Paul McCartney. Oh my god, that's incredible! <laughs> He's like, that's how I knew I made, it. made when it. Paul McCartney Paul Mc- was oh like, "Yay, Weird Al! We love you." I love him. This concludes but. the kids' corner. Thank you for attending. All you kids, get the fuck out. Oh, well, that's actually good because we're about to go into what I think is a very middle-aged. Adult zone. <laughs> I, you know, I love the middle-aged adult zone. It's what I live for. Good. <laughs> it's the opposite <laughs> of the adventure zone. The middle age. I think. I think the middle-aged, the middle-aged zone and the adventure zone are, are quickly becoming the same thing. The McElroy brothers are entering that oh. <laughs> peak period. I, we can't comment on that. We can't, we can't be like, they're getting old. They're getting, that seat's looking very good. They're getting old and weak. We could, we could go after them. No, this is an article from the New York Times. This is in the news. This I wasn't going to do this as in the news. I, was, I had a few irons in the fire that I was researching. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is just, I can't not talk about it because the headline by itself made me laugh and have many questions. Okay. And I think it's going to prompt a little bit of conversation. This is from the New York Times, uh, an article by Todd Plummer. This is from February 18th, 2022, so very recent. The article headline, Pickleball is ready for prime time. I I unironically love pickleball, Will. I hope (laughs) you know this about me. (laughs) Okay, well, we're going to talk about pickleball now, a game I haven't played. But I've heard a lot about from my middle-aged mother. So if you want to, can you actually do a a quick, a quick rundown rundown of pickleball? pickleball. Yeah. So pickleball, as I understand it, was a reaction to the fact that tennis requires so much physical activity. So it is a net sport like tennis, uh, where Mm -hmm. you play in you play in pairs, two versus two, and it is like it is like tennis, but it takes place in a court about 
maybe a third of the size, so it's much smaller and requires a whole mm-hmm. lot less movement. And you play it with what effectively is a wiffle ball, so it bounces, you know, it goes much slower, it bounces much more easily to hit, the paddles are smaller. Um, and the target demographic is is really like people that liked playing tennis when they were younger but now have sort of aged out of that but want to still be physical. That's what that's pickleball mm. for you. I we I think we'll discuss the cuz I this is a game I haven't played. I don't disrespect pickleball, but I think we'll we'll get into that. Well, Let's get into I'm, the article. I'm glad I'm glad you brought it cuz much much like Pokémon, I know the origins Arceus of this sport. okay i i know the history of this sport a little bit so i'm happy that you've we're here to discuss it here formally on segment city might become the official sport of segment city after the segment you never know oh wow uh invented in the summer of 1965 on brains uh brainsbridge island washington pickleball is played with a wiffle ball like you said and is a cross between tennis badminton and ping pong that's right it has enjoyed a cult following on the fringes of american sporting life it's a fringe we're (laughs) we're the fringes of society we collect metal scrap and play pickleball it makes it sound like there's a, a guy with a long trench coat. He's like, hey, uh, you trying to get in the pickleball? Uh, I got some uh, little little rackets for you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been, I, I love those little courts. Uh, over the last decade, however, it's grown in popularity as a racket sport with a lower barrier of entry than tennis that offers recreation without the years of fine tuning it might take to play competitively. The nets are lower than in tennis and the courts are roughly one fourth the size, like you said. So there's less sprinting involved and has become a favorite with retirees and some celebrities. Absolutely. And Theo Sabakos. And Theo Sabakos. A retiree celebrity himself. Uh, The actor Matthew Perry, who before his starring role in Friends had been nationally ranked junior tennis player in Canada, picked up pickleball during the pandemic. I don't move. Picked up pickleball during the pandemic. What a sentence. Yeah. What's his favorite... uh, how you doing? Okay, now I'm in there. <laughs> uh, I don't move around as well as I used to, but I saw my friends, Amanda, Pete, were talking about pickleball on a talk show, and I was like, I have to try this, he said. He now plays several times a week. Yeah. Every fucking picture in this, they do not have a single picture of anyone below the age of 60. Absolutely not. In these, like... There's a man who looks like I would be so embarrassed if my picture was the picture they took <laughs> of this man because he looks like he's like, oh, like he's <laughs> mid mouth open up. Anyway, the USA Pickleball Association estimates that more than 4.8 million Americans played pickleball in 2021. That's mm-hmm. a fuck. Ton. That's a lot. As it expands, there's more opportunities to engage with the sport. Uh, Matthew Manassi, 33, a nationally ranked professional player. Which I I will make Wild. a point that is for professional points for, for a professional sports player, that is pretty old. Thirty three is a comparatively yeah, comparatively comparatively for sure. So this is this is, I think that put, put <laughs> makes the point that this is a little bit older of the thing. Um, he runs program a pickable program in the Riviera Country Club in Pacific Palisades, where May- Mr. David, well they. The opening of this article that I skipped was just a Curb Your Enthusiasm, like multi-paragraph, like bringing up that they brought it up in mul- Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> what a terrible This absolutely to <laughs> seems like something Larry David would be into. A hundred percent. I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm loving I mean, it. <laughs> I, don't have to, I don't have to move. In tennis, the technique takes years and years, Mr. Mancy said. Um, but 
in the first pickleball lesson, you were able to play a full game and get rallies going. Right. It's more like badminton where it's like you can start and just hit it over the net within a, a little this, bit. This is also per- pushing a narrative. Well, pickleball has largely been in- enjoyed in the privacy of a d- retirement communities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first thing they list mm-hmm. is retirement communities. Country clubs and the homes of Hollywood late in the recent years, the sport is re- transitioning to the mainstream with the emergence of its own media ecosystem. What the fuck do you think that means? Uh, it's getting news coverage? I, what? There are pickleball influencers oh my god. on instagram oh my god of course are they? like oh my god <laughs> like, like the young star this. leo chun and blogs like crazy pickleball lady are you fucking crazy pickleball lady <laughs> anyway my i was playing pickleball with my cats I and lo- they were really loving i love this that she's the crazy pickleball leader because by design of the sport you need three other people to humor you if you want to be, if you want to be the, you I need fucking, <laughs> someone's ever <laughs> Susan, we can't play again. We just finished. You're my only friends. We have to. I'm the. I have a reputation to maintain. <laughs> Crazy pickleball lady is the the name of of like some blogger in I feel like 2003. Yeah, like that's early. Yeah, it feels like Carol Baskins would yeah. would have a side blog of that. Um. Recently, CBS Sports Network, ESPN3, Fox Sports, and Tennis Channel have all announced plans to broadcast the sport in various capacities. I have not watched Pickleball. Is it exciting to watch? Uh, I'm sure you could feel invested in it. I I don't find watching tennis all that exciting, but if you were to follow tennis and find it exciting, you probably could find the same enjoyment out of Pickleball. Hmm. A new magazine, In Pickleball... Uh, aimed at players at all, of all skill levels, begin publishing last September. It publishes nine issues per year and has a circulation of about 45,000, which is pretty good for a magazine. The name, according to Richard Porter, the magazine's president, comes from an, an aspiration to emulate in-style magazine. Hmm. I don't think those hmm. are similar brands. Those are, those are interesting uh, lines. The parallel lines are drawn there. In Pickleball features tips to improve play. You got to hit the ball. You got to hit it over the net. <laughs> How about you hit the ball? Maybe give it a little spin. No, try fuck, I didn't even to think get about to that. the ball. Try moving your feet. Style roundups, travel recommendations for great pickleball destinations. Wow. Advice for how to avoid injuries and interviews with celebrities <laughs> and players who are dedicated to the sport. Hey, to not injure yourself, try um, putting down the gun first at <laughs> step one and then, and then try serving. That's my pro tip okay. for you. I, I don't think there's the articles are that intense. I think they're a bit fluffier because there are stories like, are pickleball players having too much fun? Oh. <laughs> Which looks like looks at the debate about whether games have gotten too rowdy. And a feature with sun-drenched photos of Teddy Mellencamp Arave? Arave. The former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cast member and a pickleball enthusiast. I don't not want my new local news broadcast thing to have will kane pickleball enthusiast <laughs> as the like what kind of enthusiast would you rather be known as well pickleball is, is pretty 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 good I, I would say yeah they uh they then say that franklin sports which is known for baseball gear is like transitioning a little bit towards <laughs> because it's apparently their fastest growing segment of its revenue yeah 
Quote from Franklin, the president of Franklin Sports, it's uh, not often that a new sport comes along that has both mass playing appeal and mass retail appeal. We're a baseball brand at heart, but right now we have pickleball and more retailers than baseball. There are people, there is a uh, dedicated pickleball players like Brene Brown, the vulnerability research and author who co-owns a team in Austin, Texas, the ATX Pickleballers. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait. Imagine I'm if sorry. they go pro. I'm sorry. I kind of you can't just said that weird. But you can't just be like, "We're the New York basketballers." That ATX pickleball. That's like ATX sounds like a weird. I guess Austin, Texas. Where's the X? Extreme. Texas. TX. Austin, Texas. Oh, TX. Yeah. Okay. I'm, <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. I'm where's sorry. the uh, extreme? Where's I tried to have my gotcha moment where gotcha I was just moment. like, where's the X come from? The gotcha there. Uh, she hopes that increasing exposure does not change the spirit of the game. Is she really just like, I hope all these new people are coming into pickleball, which is really only 10 years old is real. Like, if we're looking at it, she plays pickleball most days, crediting its competitive yet accessible nature as vitally important to her mental and physical well-being. It's about connection, joy and play. And the importance of play in a world where exhaustion and workaholism are status symbols. To use my own term, it's a wholehearted sport. Mm. This. <sighs> Anytime there's money and control in question, you see people bring uh, being their best selves and people uh, being their worst selves, she said. My hope is that in order to capture the spirit of pickleball, uh, people come to the table with open hearts and open minds and collaborative spirit. Anything short of that, to me, is disrespectful to the sport of pickleball. <laughs> disrespectful, disrespectful to pickleball. It's disrespectful. Now, let's talk about... Let's talk what, about... Theo, Theo, let's talk about Let's get to the details, Theo. What do you think about it as a competitive sport? So, I, I have... So, right off the bat, I got three thoughts for you, Will. Three okay. thoughts out of here. I'm ready. So, one thing. The neighborhood that I live in... Unironically, mm. avid pickleball neighborhood. They love it in the neighborhood where mm. I live. They recently redid the tennis courts uh, that are down the street from me, and they painted six pickleball courts onto the uh, the lines mm. onto the courts. And literally any any day you get a drop of warmth, people are out there in droves, like playing basically the entire day when there's sunlight up to the point where like there's confrontations with other people that are like hey these these are tennis these are tennis courts too you guys know that right like we, we want to play tennis here mm -hmm. you guys understand that too right um and yeah it's mostly it's mostly uh it's mostly older people uh point number two yeah i i love it i think it's great like it's 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 funny because it's like a sport that you could theoretically play with your whole family and everyone would be reasonably matched. Uh, so it's like kind of a back backyard game. And mm -hmm. I like that. And third point, <laughs> I had never played before and I went up to the courts and like I went and they were like they, super friendly people, happy to teach you. Uh, the fact that I was like in my 20s and have a 6'5 wingspan immediately made me S tier overpowered like <laughs> like i was immediately i went from never having played to like beating people who had been playing for years in within like 15 minutes like it was like mm -hmm. i was completely overpowered just being able to be like oh i don't really have to move my feet all that much because i can just reach and when i do have to move my feet i can do it way better than people 50 years my senior <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, 
I, as somebody who has not played pickleball, I am not poo-pooing pickleball. I am just amused by the fact that this seems like the fact there is a, a, I don't know. I need to come up with a term for this, but it's the moment when your parents who are not normally in touch with like things that are in the zeitgeist. Right. Yeah. Are somehow like introduce you to a thing. They, they, or they go, what are NFTs? And you go, Oh, Oh oh, man, that's really mainstream. It's the moment that you know that it's like really actually something. Right. When, when my mother hears about it. Right. So she has been taught. She was like, Oh, I've been, I heard about pickleball. I think my mother would like pickleball. It it just amuses me that it's the entire article is like all these geriatric old people are really (laughs) loving this sport that you don't have to move. (laughs) Right. It seems to me, as somebody who has not played it and like an outsider, it seems like a game that you would play at summer camp. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah. you just kind of pick it up and you start playing, and that's the f- like. It's not high stakes unless you. What make I would it high stakes. what I would say about it is like, if pickleball were pitched as a kids game, adults would not be playing it right now. The only fact that the no. only reason that adults are playing it is because it started off like by adults, adults for being adults. Like, being tennis like, fucking sucks. I have to run. Right. <laughs> we should get right. But if it was pitched as tennis. like Mattel introduces pickleball, it's like this would yeah. not be nearly as popular. I also know pickleball is also a weird name because I've I've heard of at least two other games that are called pickleball. Really? So yeah, because pickleball to me was you have two bases and there are two people in the bases that was, and they throw to a me ball that was that was pickle just. No ball, just pickle. That was in my in my upbringing. That to was me, pickle. that was inter- interchangeable. There's another okay. one that somebody told me about that was also called pickleball. But it, I've I in my brain was like, this feels like people who want to play Foursquare, but right. cannot be seen on a, a playground. It does. Like, it is. <laughs> a, is it does feel like a schoolyard game. But then you know you get people who are like collecting their social security checks and have infinite retire money. And, mm. and like roll up with their like fully decked out kit of like athletic clothes and best equipment, and I'm like, y'all really went too hard in this. <laughs> yeah, this is a t- this is people going hard on a game that is like seems like low effort. All but you fun really need is like a, a, a shit net and, and like a fun. ping pong paddle, and you're set to play pickleball. Yeah. Is basically it. I would be willing to play. It seems like a fun game. It Maybe is. it is the official. I was thinking the official game of Zegman City was like. What's a what's a terrible bowling like bowling bowling oh, would no. be <laughs> candle pin bowling the worst kind. I only had I only had candle pin bowling I didn't play full bowling until I was a man and then I was like I I don't think I would have been good as a kid at full I think, bowling but anyway. I think candle pin bowling is fun as an adult because you could just full force yank the ball at the pins you just unleash yeah, you, you could yeet it as hard as you can at the pins and that's kind of just if, the fun of it. If, for people who don't know candle bowling, you have a tiny hand-sized bowling right. ball. Right. Um, and then you it's like a narrow... It's <laughs> hard mode fucking bowling. It's like, hard mode bowling. And if you're an adult, if please, it's a please, degree don't, off, please do not drink while you candle pin bowl because you feel, <laughs> super, so you feel so powerful moving from a full-size like 10-pound ball to this candle pin ball where you're like, oh, I can just throw this as hard as I can. I love bowling shoes also because they're like... Let's give you these shoes that have zero grip <laughs> on the slipperiest surface possible and, and then give you alcohol. Let's see how you do. Like that's, <laughs> that's I'm, bowling. I'm proud anyway. to say that in middle school, I did uh, choose bowling as my gym elective because it was the least <laughs> effort. Uh, proud to tell you that. And I'm also proud to tell you that I'm, I'm duty trash at, at bowling. I'm hot, stinky trash at it. 
you're the guy you're one of the guys at mit <laughs> mit that has to be tricked into physical activity by having a pirate based like activity hey, system that is a maybe, true fact. maybe if my gym gym class had pickleball i wouldn't have chosen the bowling life all right it's true. I, I could see playing this in gym. But anyway, let's go on to your next My segment, next segment Theo. for you. I've got two Florida men and a lie. Where oh, Will has wow. To, where I read you three article titles. Two of them are Florida men. One of them is a lie. You've got to pick out the lie. Mm, this is this is going to put your creativity on showcase right now. Mm. Because you have to go wild with it. I'm just going to read you. You can't go mild. You can't go mild. I'm just going to read you headlines here. Okay. First one. Florida man magnet fishing with grandson reels in two sniper rifles. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Ooh, that feels sniper rifles is so two sniper rifles. Two sniper rifles. Now I have to think whether you do that, but go on to the next one. Next one. That's a Florida man steals $33,000 in rare coins, uses them in change machines. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wait. So he put up like those change machines that are at grocery stores. Yeah, that right. they like where you can like just ca- dumped a bunch. Right, you, you you slot in coins and I think you get like a payout in bills or something for them. Oh my god! Okay, number three. Quote: You better cook the fucking bacon right. Unquote. Shirtless Florida <laughs> man arrested at Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> Waffle House is where a lot of shit happens. A lot of this shit happens at Waffle Houses. Oh, wow. This is hard. Fuck. What do you think? I'm going to say, I don't, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if making it very specific takes away, like if it makes it more credible or Mm -hmm. if it is you trying to throw me off Mm -hmm. because two sniper rifles is so specific and also so like. Well, we got, oh, magnet fishing. Let's try to magnet fish. What the fuck is, and the kid's like, the fuck? And then he's like, one sniper rifle, Jesus Christ. And then he goes, <laughs> one sniper Let's rifle, Jesus going. goes, we better keep going. Keep <laughs> See what going. Else we <laughs> you can't just call it a day if you get oh, one God. sniper rifle. <laughs> I could see him being like, well, we should probably report this to the police, but you know what? <laughs> I don't want to waste this day. We're on the lake. Yeah. It's my day off. I, I think Why that one's real. <laughs> I'm going to say, ooh, between coin machines. That does sound real, but in Waffle House is, I think, a, a trope at this point. Mm. So I'm actually, I'm going to go with the coin machine thing. It's going seems coin like machine. Well, I'm happy to reveal to you that the only liar in the situation was me. These are three real Florida men articles. <laughs> you fuck. You fuck. <laughs> I can't believe you do this to me. That was hard. Oh. That was hard. Oh. That was rude of me. I'm happy to bring I you take, some details I on all of I take back the imagination <laughs> thing. You have no imagination, <laughs> sir. Uh, article number one, Florida man magnet fishes with grandson reels and two sniper rifles. A Florida man who took his grandson magnet fishing in, cana- in, the, in a canal <laughs> said the duo reeled in a pair of unexpected items, sniper rifles. Dwayne Smith said he watched a YouTube video about magnet fishing, the practice of catching a line with a magnet into the water to see what <laughs> items can be brought up to the surface, and decided What's to give it a try in the shit? Miami-Dade County Canal with his grandson, Alan Cadwalder, 11. Jesus Christ, an 11-year-old is fishing... This I is, got this, this is, grandpa. This is basically a PSA to any 11-year-old out there who's like wanting a gun that you could just go fishing for one. I guess. I don't 
Ah. The, fi- the pair used a five-pound magnet to cast their line into the C-102 canal in Princeton. After about five minutes, they pulled a bear of Barrett 50 caliber sniper rifles out. These those are, are fucking huge. Those are fucking military grade. Like, that's, that's they insane. Are, they are as big as a person. Smith said both guns. A five-pound magnet? That's not... How is... I don't, that, I don't know. They must that's, have I mean, had a, big, a lot of strength. That's, that's a, a big lot. Yeah. Smith said both guns were missing their barrels and had their serial numbers filed off. Uh-huh. That's that's good. Uh-huh. Great. Great. Uh-huh. That's um, not illegal. Next article. <laughs> Florida man stole more than $30,000 in rare coins and cash limit in for a fraction of their value at a change machines at grocery stores, investigators say. Mm-hmm. Palm Beach Sheriff's Office, investigators say An- Shane Anthony stole a, the rare presidential coin values at $1,000 each. And other items worth a total of three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Investigators say Mele stole some of the coins to a pawn shop for four thousand dollars, then exchanged the majority of them through coin star machines at grocery stores, which would only give them face value a fraction of their worth. That's insanity. He was arrested and charged with grand theft and unrelated jug- drug charges. I I wouldn't doubt I, those drug charges. I wouldn't doubt. Yeah, it. I would not. I, I, this goes with criminals for the most part, are not smart. And this guy's really <laughs> showing. He's just like, wait, what's the exchange rate on these coins? Oh, fuck it. At least I'll get a bit. They're coins. You can still exchange them for like, <laughs> if they're in quarters, like you could be an asshole and be like, add one quarter, two quarters. That's what he left. did. He took the he took them at face yeah, value. But you, yeah, but he dumped <laughs> it into star. a fucking coin thing. Yeah. And gets a fraction of it. Yeah. Those are, yeah. A shirtless Florida man is behind bars after losing his temper over some bacon in a Florida Waffle House. According to investigators, <laughs> Cape Coral police arrested 20-year-old Martin, Mar- Martin Alvarez on Wednesday after he had a meltdown over how his bacon should be cooked in a Waffle House. According to police, Alvarez was shirtless and yelling. Why Why was he shirtless? Always shirtless. They have Alvarez was Florida. Sh- oh, he was shirtless and yelling racial slurs uh-huh, at the employees Great. when they arrived. When police Perhaps. attempted to arrest Alvarez, he resisted and was... Uh, and was threatened with a taser. According po- to police, Alvarez grimmed, <laughs> you better cook the fucking bacon right. Uh, Alvarez tra- faces charges of disorderly intoxication, resisting an officer, and simple assault. Alvarez is in Lee County Jail, and his hearing scheduled for February 4th, 2022. I would Wild. like, because they're all real, I would like to rank them in how much I enjoyed them. <laughs> there's one comment. Wait. Between the three articles, there's one comment left on all of these. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready for this it. This is on tampafb.com. One comment. <laughs> Username Bacon Man. <laughs> Username Bacon Man says, well, did they cook the bacon right? <laughs> I can't. That's, I can't. <laughs> that's great. Did he? He had to make that account. Probably. I love this. I love this because the user behind Bacon Man made the account and left the comment for no audience for zero. For nobody. <laughs> thought of just, yeah, he had to go through the trouble of making this joke <laughs> for nobody. No one is going to the site. Oh my god! It's getting like ten hits. Bacon oh, man, man is the equivalent of us. I feel so in touch with Bacon Man. Bacon Man, you out there. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Kindred spirit, naked man. I, I'm ranking. I think sniper rifles is my favorite one because uh-huh. that's fucking insane. It's, it's insane. Then bacon, yeah, bacon man. Bacon, you can't, you can't fight someone yelling about bacon. That's just so good. 
Yeah, and then third is the coins because it's so fucking so stupid. stupid. <laughs> it's so so fucking stupid. stupid. That concludes our our segment. Two two Florida men and actually three Florida men and one liar. Well, that would be me. I'm the liar. Ooh, yeah, you're the liar. Well, from one sphere of stupidity to another, mm-hmm. we're going to continue a segment that I started last week, which is probably going to go for longer. I found a list of political slogans on yeah, Wikipedia. Good. Yeah, good. I want to come back to this. So we last time we uh, did quite a few, but now we're at Canada. Yeah. And there's quite a few Canadian <laughs> ones that I love. It starts out fucking strong. Yeah. Evil reptilian kitten eater from another planet. Attributed what? to what? the campaign Wait. of Earn Eves. Yeah. Wait. I wasn't ready. Do it again. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I'll do it again. <laughs> this is... I, I, I want to give the context. No pr- yeah. Attributed to the campaign of Earn Eves. So he's campaigning in reference to Dalton McGinty, who... McGinty? He's, a I think, a politician. Evil reptilian kitten eater from another planet. Oh, my God. Attributed <laughs> <laughs> to this man as a slogan. <laughs> That's so good. Love it. <laughs> Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, if I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. This is by Pierre Trudeau what? on the relationship between Canada and the United States. Would you like me to give the context oh, before or after he, the quote? I see. He's talking America's the elephant. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to give the, the, the context before I give the quote. I feel like I he really could have uh, chosen a better a better animal than an elephant to make his point. Right? Yeah. Am I wrong here? Yeah. This is another one by Pierre Trudeau, who is the father of the current prime minister. Right of canada um when attempting to explain away his use of profanity in the Can- canadian house of commons funnel duddle <laughs> funnel cakes you know funnel duddle it's funnel not fiddle diddle funnel like anything it's funnel duddle that's not is that a canadian thing i don't i don't, think, I don't so. think i think they they misrepresent he's not attempting to explain it away he's just saying no. sh- shut up He's mm-hmm. just saying, I did it. So what? Arrest me. Faddle daddle. I'm going to fucking swear in the fucking <laughs> Canadian House of Commons. I'm going to do it. Uh, this is also by Pierre Trudeau. Canada is a country whose main exports are hockey players and cold fronts. Our main imports <laughs> are baseball players and acid rain. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking line. <laughs> Oh, you know, we caught another shipment of acid rain coming over the border, and uh, this one's a hey, doozy. Glad we caught it. Pack in those baseball players into that <laughs> crate. We got to ship them over that border. <laughs> uh, this is by William Leon Mackenzie King in the House of Commons on the 10th of June, 1942, and refl- uh it reflected the federal go- government's ambiguous response to conscription conscription in World War II, which eventually led to the conscription crisis of 1944. Not necessarily conscription, but conscription if necessary. Yeah. I'm not saying anything, <laughs> really. Not a draft, I'm, but uh, a draft. Maybe fuddle duddle. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. This is this is by John Christian. I don't, I, I think he's French-Canadian, so I'm going to add a little bit of, I don't know. A proof is a proof. What kind of a proof? It's a proof. 
A proof is a proof. And when you have a good proof, it's because it's proven. <laughs> what if... <laughs> it feels like a riddle that I should be like, just, just like, whoa, what's happening? Uh, this is by the same guy. In response to a question by Nardwar the Human's Serviette... Uh, regarding Royal Canadian Mounted Police officers pepper spraying protesters at the Asian Pacific uh, Economic Cooperation Summit. For me, pepper, I put it on my plate. Nice. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's about police nice. brutality. Very nice. Imagine being he totally misconstrued the question because he's like, uh, what do you think about this pepper spraying incident where people were hurt? And he's just like, I like pepper. Pepper's good. It's good. I put it on my plate. Oh, my God. Love it. This was said by C.D. Howe while in Washington, D.C. to resolve a shipping dispute. Gentlemen, we must all realize that neither side of this, uh, neither side has any monopoly on sons of bitches. Mm, that's a strong one. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking move. Go to Washington and be like, gentlemen, gentlemen, we're all fucking assholes. We're all pricks it's wonderful. Here. Very good. Uh, billion dollar boondoggle. What? Said by Preston Manning. Billion dollar boondog. <laughs> what? What? That is apparently a context? slogan of this man. Uh, no context. No Zero context. context. I was not giving context. Hey, uh, so what do you think of the new toothpaste I got you? Billion dollar boondoggle. Billion dollar boondoggle. Where's your platform? Under your under the sweater? Said Jack Layton to Stephen Harper during the 2008 English language debate in reference to Harper's image in conservative uh, advertisements. That's a very specific reference that I don't really understand. But I love the, where's your platform? Under the sweater? <laughs> I don't think so. Not under the hoodie. Under the sweat. Under your cardigan? No. I do. One thing I appreciate about this uh, list, though, is it has the original like language written out, and then it translates it. Mm -hmm. uh, now we're going to China. Mm -hmm. which I thank goodness that they have a translation. Yep. I only have one from China, which is very surprising. Some of the countries I was like very disappointed by, like India only had like little platitudes. Like they were not mm, very good. They weren't, they weren't um, like hammering them. I love this one though. This is uh, said by Deng Jinping in mm -hmm. reference to economic liberal liberalization. No matter if it, if it is a white cat or a black cat, as long as it can catch mice, it's a good cat. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's, that's a good cat. That's a good cat. Now we're going to end with Colombia. Okay. Ooh, Colombia. I think I said last time that the South American com uh, countries were very uh, spicy. Their, their <laughs> quotes were uh, very spicy. Um, they, have, they have good ones, but they're also very corrupt it seems and they also had uh very very bad quotes oh, that were <laughs> that were very no, we're gonna need a kids bob um, version of those quotes yeah well, i only took the funny ones so the first one uh said by former president julio hezar yele we must we must to reduce the corruption to its fair proportions what? Which means we gotta get the we gotta get corruption <laughs> down put, a little bit. We gotta bit. put them in you the know. box. We made a box called corruption. We gotta fill the box, but they're over the box. I like that he has a fair proportion in his mind. Mm -hmm. There's a moment of corruption that he's yeah. like, "This is fair. This, this is a good amount of corruption. This is good. This is good." Said by the same man, "I'm not in favor nor against, but quite the opposite." 
What does that mean? What is, hey, hey, what does that mean? I'm not in favor nor against, but quite the opposite. That is literally means you have you maybe you're a maybe. You're Are maybe? you maybe? Are you maybe? You you said you feel strongly one way or another, but you didn't say where. This is actually a good one. This is by former presidential candidate Alvario Gomez Hurtado. Statistics are like blood sausage. They are delicious until you find out how they're made. Ooh, oh my gosh. That's that's that, a meaty that's one. A, that's cool. That's a good one. That's a good meaty one. one. That's a hey, meaty hey. one. Uh this this is the last one. This is said by former president Ernesto Semper Pisano. If there was money from the drug traffic in my presidential campaign, it was behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking company. Whether it's a good money or a bad money, both are still a cat. It's (laughs) whether it's a drug cat or a regular cat. They're both. I'm the opposite. But anyway, this is going to be a multi-part one because there's a we have so many other juicy ones, other juicy, delicious ones that I I wrote down a bunch of them today and. South American ones are are very <laughs> spicy, and so is Ireland. Unsurprisingly, oh, Ireland. Ireland is very that, that spicy. Temper. Some of the co- countries I didn't I expected to have a little bit of spice didn't. But hmm. anyway, from from the fire of this of the spiciness to the end of the podcast. the fire of the end of this thing, we're all getting burnt up. I don't know the ashes. The, the ashes end of it's the end. Yes, the ashes. It's the ashes of the episode. We're done with this episode. I'm done with it. That's my slogan. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Segment City. If you'd like to send any segments, send it to segmentcitypodcasts at gmail.com. That's our email. Or hit up uh, us up on Twitter at Segment City. Our YouTube is Segment City, and we'd like to give a big thank you to someone in particular. We'd like to thank Rachel Robinson. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, you can get your name filled in here. Just kidding. You can't. Because Rachel's too special. She's the only one that gets thanked. Yep. For making our intro music. It's right. great stuff. Thank you, Rachel. And hey, send send our episodes to your friends. Say it's a fun comedy podcast. Send them episode 100 and say, the rest of the episodes are not like this. <laughs> send them that one and then say, the other ones, they didn't put quite as much uh, gusto and Oof verve into, into. Yeah. Which is a or fair send Send 101. 101 is our like. <laughs> it's a soft, <laughs> back soft in. launch. Soft launch. Or so, yeah, it's soft, soft back into it. But we're going to launch back into our last segment of the day, which is a list of unusual deaths on Wikipedia. I'm going to do two because uh, both of these are very short. All right. The, the first one is Anacreon. A, this is circa 485 BC. Anacreon, a poet known for works in celebration of wine, choked to death on a grapestone, according to Pliny the Elder. Oh, poor guy. According to encycl- uh, 1911 Encyclopedia Britannica suggests that the story has an air of mythical adaptation to the poet's habits. So probably not real. <laughs> and uh, one other one. This is Heraclitus of Ephesius, uh, which was 475 BC. According to one account given by Dionysus Laertius, the Greek philosopher Heraclitus 
uh, was said to have been devoured by dogs after smearing himself with cow manure in an attempt to cure his dropsy. There's what is dropsy, you say? What? It is a it's like a buildup of fluid in the body's tissue. So he covered himself in shit. Why would he get eaten by dogs? By I don't. Why is that the they response like, by the dog? The dog's like, hey guys, you smell like that? That smells delicious. like dinner. Absolutely delicious. It's like dog barbecue sauce. I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like anyway. that good A1 <laughs> Give me that shit right in my mouth Oh yuck Well uh, that's a yucky end to him And a, a yucky end to Segment City That's right well, <laughs> Goodbye everybody Ooh.